Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 121 of Purple Hyacinth, Hardened Hands with Bundan and Ocean. Hello. Hey. All right. This is a fun one, which we kind of guessed because it was the circus. So, you know, circus, fun, same thing. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. The setup at the end of the last episode made me like, okay, someone's going to get hypnotized and act (laughs) a fool because I went at my, when I was, in undergrad they had like a show right before school started with um a hypnotist that came and they'd bring people on stage and make them do all these crazy things like that's gonna happen to one of them i know it they've set up that it doesn't work but it's gonna work on one of them and we're gonna get some fun stuff so i'm very happy that it happened you know i actually thought that not necessarily fun stuff i thought we'd get like real answers like if either lauren or kieran was hypnotized we would get some information about about like you know that they couldn't control themselves so they would have to reveal so I thought it was going to be like backstory time but we ended up with being funny time maybe that's next episode <laughs> oh yes I I know there's still time for you know secrets to be spilled <laughs> I definitely didn't think it was going to be Lauren I thought it was going to be Kieran if like any of them because you know Lauren's got that bullshit meter I was just like oh Lauren's going to be fine it's not going to work on her <laughs> I was not yeah, expecting that Totally. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was going to be Kieran because, you know, Kieran has the unsolved backstory. So I thought we were going to get some clues with him. Yeah, I do like that it was Lauren instead, though, because it's kind of like we never see her fully let go around here. I mean, we never see him do that either, but it's like we've never seen her be happy-go-lucky, whimsical, unless it was like around maybe Kim and Will. We've never seen that with him. So happy with what we learned. Yes. All right. So let's get into it. So we start out with um, the last line, don't move, which ostensibly sets you up for drama and you think, oh, they're going to capture, but nobody fell for it. We're like, yeah, they're just going to get hypnotized. <laughs> so, and um, I forgot, oh my gosh, I told you, Morpheus? Yes. Okay. Um, you know, is, is coming to them and Lauren's like, shit, did we get exposed? And she sees Raphael sneaking away in a corner. I'm pretty sure Raphael saw them, right? <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a trap or something. That's what I thought this was. Uh, this episode was going to be. Mm, okay. Mm. I don't know if he saw them. I feel like we would. We'll probably we might see him later. And one thing I was thinking of: how interesting would it be if we got like twelve-year-old Lauren basically mm. meeting Raphael, who she knew as a child, acting like <gasps> how she would have yes. when she knew him as Will's older brother. Like because they probably had some sort of relationship. Their parents were like colleagues ish might not have agreed on things but they were around each other so I thought that that might be a potential fun thing that we see next episode yeah I just checked by the way and you're right I don't think Raphael saw them he was looking around to see if anyone was around but it doesn't look like he actually saw them mm-hmm. but yes totally her she should meet Raphael in her 12 year old form that would give a lot of that would be a really cool interaction more trauma <laughs> so um Orpheus, you know, uh, trails them, and he's like, so, moment of tension, and then it's comic. I don't think I've ever practiced on you guys before. Would you mind helping me out with my new number? And Lauren's like, mm? she do this. <laughs> really cute. And she's like, uh, actually, we're in kind of a hurry. And he's, of course, just disregards this. He's like, of course you don't mind. Pulls her. She's like, gotta help each other among colleagues. And like, thank you so much. So she's being forced. Against her will, she's being hypnotized, whether she wants to or not. And he hangs the watch in front of the um, pocket watch in front of her face and says, years fly by in the blink of an eye. And it's just um, spinning. The dials are spinning. The time slips between your fingers, but the old you somewhere still lingers. And now he's dropped it so that the pendulum can swing. It's right in front of her face. It's a beautiful shot, right? That like pendulum right there. Mm. It's striking. It reminds me of Lauren's eyes, like the color of his pendant there. Mm. Maybe that's why it works. <laughs> yeah, I remember last week we were talking about how the color schemes with Lauren and Kieran right now are just perfect because it's like she's got red hair, he has black hair, they're in red, white, black, and gold. 
and it all just works and it's like a really nice aesthetic and they kind of maintain that color scheme throughout this episode which i think is like cool to set a vibe in your mind i think it's like when you look back at these you remember oh i don't know about you guys but i associate things by like smell or color or whatever so like for purple hyacinth i associate like oh i remember the, the episode where they're tangoing it's like red and gold and then then when um the new season starts like this new season it's kind of like dark and gritty but then we get some more like vibrant colors and like i don't know I, that's a good way to kind of remember where I, like what arcs are going on i don't know if that's mm. just me though yeah i hear that's an interesting one you know i think i'm trying to remember there's i took a class on cognition in psychology undergrad and we learned about different ways that people um use to memorize things and the Greeks used to use location, like they would associate whatever knowledge with locations. Like I'd say, oh, you know, you're walking down this room in this house is that, this room in that house is that. So I wonder, you could do by color. That's a really nice way of memorizing things. Hmm. I don't know, it's very fun and artsy. Like, I'm just boring. I just like numbers. It's all like math. So but that's so cool. I've never thought about it that way. That is cool. I, I'm impressed with your math mind because I do not have one. I'm not good at math <laughs> at all. I don't like it. And I'm, I'm in science and data and I hate math. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So um, and he continues swinging the pendulum and he says, but as you drift to sleep, a deep, deep sleep, and her eyelids are dropping, like a past this way creep, dropping even further. And on the count of three, your inner child shall be free. One, two, and you see it through her like hazily eyes, three. And snap, <clears throat> her eyes are closed. She's holding the pendulum in front of her. She opens her eyes and snaps her, his fingers right by her ear. She blinks. And again, she's looking up at it. It's just like a still moment. You see like he's waiting. Ah, and then he sighs. He's like, oh, still not working, I see. But then, but then, Lauren claps her hand to her mouth, becomes sheep-eyed, and is like, why are you dressed so funny, sir? Ha, ha, ha. I love like her even the way that her hair is with the bow and everything does make her look younger too right and like she's in like this whimsical outfit she's got her hair up like in a ponytail with a big bow on it and we see that when she was younger she used to keep bows in her hair a lot so this is a good way of kind of like visually sending us back to her childhood not just in the way she is acting but how she's dressed so it's cool I like that (laughs) Yeah, the tutu fits it perfectly. Last episode, she was complaining about it, and it's just like, I don't know. They did great on picking her outfit. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now, I mean, she acts. It's very, it's very funny to see Laura like this because, like you said, Bendon, she's so uptight usually, and she's so controlled, and she, you know, doesn't let herself go like that. But now she's like, "Oh, you must be from the circus. That is so cool!" And she claps her hands, and with that hat. And that watch, are you a magician? <clears throat> and Karen's face, he's like, <laughs> and Morpheus's face, Ugh. same thing, so cute. And everybody else's face, too. They're like, oh, yes, that's the <laughs> they are us, because we were, we're like, wow, Lauren, you, you think that she'd be the least likely to be like hypnotized because of her like intellectual, like, blah, 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 blah. But nope, that child was ready to just leap out. And everybody's shocked, including the readers. I actually thought that she might be faking it to try to get information from people. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know how like when um, King David was captured by Abimela, um, he pretended to be insane, and then they let him go. So I always thought like, oh, that'll be a strategy if I ever get kidnapped. I'll pretend to be crazy, and hopefully they'll let me go. So I thought Lauren was using this child missing as a strategy, and then she would like sneakily ask questions and you know they would answer her or see what they say but I was wrong no she actually genuinely hypnotized so I was thinking too like because Lauren is so like stuck in the past with what happened with Dylan like I feel like her like childhood is just like right there on the surface so I feel like she is someone or like a candidate for like being hypnotized to like be more childlike like before Dylan disappears like those good memories she wants those back like I could see it I, yeah, no, I, I agree I you do get the sense that it's like 
Lauren wishes she could go back to that time and like reverse the past and like change everything. And in a way, her like hunting down these people and trying to like get justice is a way of her trying to make that happen. Well, not she can't actually make that happen. People still die and everything, but at least make it so that it wasn't for nothing. So yeah, she her kind of so easily reverting back to her childhood before all of the bad things happened could just be and also on top of that, learning about her parents, learning about everything that's been going on, like her kind of going back to this innocent, um, naive self is kind of maybe a something that she really wishes she could have deep down. Hmm. I love that. I didn't think of that, but that I think is very profound and true. <laughs> and Morpheus is ecstatic. He jumps up and down, <laughs> claps his feet together, like, yeah! Kieran has just become an outline and he's like, she's acting. She's got to be acting. And she's like, ooh, everything is so pretty. And she's just, her hands are out. The tutu, like you said, suits her perfectly. She's just become, her mouth is giant. Her eyes are large and wide. And she sees Kieran in the background still shocked. Yes. <laughs> and she sees, uh, remind me, Artemis? Who's Artemis. Yeah, um, Artemis on the balance bar. And she's like, ooh. And she like kneels down, she claps, and Kieran is just staring and it just does not know what to do. But then he has the sweetest smile on his face because he loves her so much. Mm. I think he's just happy to kind of, he kind of knows this is a side of her that he would never get to see otherwise. And he's, it's just kind of delightful for him to have this stuck up, like, kind of serious girl that he really cares about, kind of show off a silly fun side. Like, I think that's just something that he's like, oh my god, this is amazing. It's like when you see your friends do something really embarrassing, but <laughs> like, in a fun way, and you're just like, like you're laughing about it, and you're like, yes, <laughs> like, I know that happened a lot in, in college. <laughs> <laughs> and let's face it, who wouldn't want to see their uh, significant other as a child, too? <laughs> huh. Well, I mean, only for a few minutes. I mean, not like permanently, because, you know, I, you know, well, my person being I mean, my age. But yeah, you know, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> we see that in this as well. Like, it's all fun and dandy until she's off doing her own thing. <laughs> uh, I actually saw that smile as when someone you see someone you love and they're very happy you're happy too like if you see some um you know your kid being happy or your your spouse being happy so this to me was an affirmation of Kieran's love it could be both you could be entertained and feel loved yes. and like feel love for a person at the same time I was I would say por no los dos <laughs> yeah ah oh, so sweet and now she is just skipping and humming you know these are things you never see Lauren do and she is doing a handstand, which that's an interesting one, right? Like if you could do a handstand as a kid, like a cartwheel, probably, you could do it as a kid, but you can't do it as an adult. Under hypnosis, do your skills revert back to it? Because I'm sure I could do like probably much more of a cartwheel as a kid than I can do now. So if I'm hypnotizing my body, just like regain my youthful vigor. <laughs> what are the physics of, of Also, uh, how the hell? Is she doing a cartwheel when just putting on this costume had her wincing and being oh. like cringing, right? So it's, yeah, this hypnosis is doing some magical stuff to her mind for her to forget that she got shot in her arm like two weeks ago. I mean, oh, that's just... so... yeah, you can follow this. This is like, this is not hypnosis. This is like rejuvenation therapy. I know hypnosis is used. Sorry. I was gonna say it's almost like the like children feel faster like they can get totally wrecked and five seconds later they're ready to go again mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I do know that some like therapies for like dealing with trauma or dealing with anything can like sometimes people will go under hypnosis and that kind of helps them like slowly deal with it in a way I don't know how good it is at working or like like anything like that I just know that it's a thing so interesting to see here yeah, I used some like kind of self-hypnosis slash guided imagery for my birth. And I did like two sessions with a, um, I think it was a psychiatrist and he did medical self-hypnosis, medical hypnosis for people who like the medical establishment had not helped at all. He did like hypnosis for that. And that like was effective. Uh, 
Yeah, so okay, so Kieran is laughing his head off, which is my, I don't know, my favorite part of the whole episode, because this man is usually under so much stress and has so much pressure in his life, and like, okay, we've seen him smile a little bit, usually like these sarcastic smiles, but he is full on laughing. He's like crying out of laughter, basically, and this is just amazing. I mean, this man has joy in his life. You know, I was just, when I saw that, my heart melted a little bit because like, yeah, you're right. I was like, I don't think we've ever seen this guy have like a full like belly laugh about something just completely silly. We've seen him be entertained. We've seen him like chuckle. We've seen him smile. We've seen hit like that. But this is such a genuine reaction out of him of just like, just being like, just joy. And I, it's just like, it's so nice to see it. I wish we saw it more. emotions and he I mean he's gone to the extent like where he co- cozies up to this total stranger which I don't think is a typical Kieran thing to do like I don't think he's comfortable with physical touch like that let, him, let alone to this random person and he just like leans on his shoulder and says so hmm when are you teaching me this trick I am ready to sell my soul to the devil to learn this but you know this reminds me of Lucas taking pictures of like drunk Kim yes <laughs> 100% just wants to blackmail her again. <laughs> I knew it as well because Lauren is present. This is something that kind of is like, ooh, interesting. Because sometimes in like parts of this section, we see a lot of Kieran's thoughts. But when people speak, we still see the lies because Lauren is present. So I think that's like an interesting way. Because like him saying that he's ready to sell his soul to learn this. He was not lying about that at all. He's like, I need this more in my life. He's getting like serotonin for the first time in like 10 years. Yes. (laughs) Well, I mean, we've already kind of established that like exaggeration and sarcasm doesn't really pick up, you know, in the line detectometer. Also, I don't know if she's actually listening, by the way. (laughs) I don't think she's listening for a lot of these as well, but like just her being around, like you can see the lies still, which I thought was like, ooh, interesting. So he is so proud and he just like goes like sniffs his nose like a magician never reveals his secrets. And now Kieran looks at her worried and he's like, and how do you get her back to normal? And he's like, oh, that's easy. Hey, kiddo. Like me? Come back here. So she cartwheels her way back and he holds the watch. Pocket watch. watch, Thank you. In front of her. And he says, it is now time for the dream to stop. With a snap of my fingers, you will wake up. Snap. And he's like, all right, that should. She's like, what was that supposed to be, sir? <laughs> and Morpheus is like, huh? Here <laughs> in his face is like, mm, mm, mm. <clears throat> I thought this was like extra funny too, because this man is so confident. Like, it is the first time it has worked. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, I got this. Like, I know what to do. <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> And he's like, don't worry, this is normal. I got this. And that's a lie. And he's, uh, <laughs> and his, his, even his text bubble has like sweat marks. He's like, it is now time for the dream to stop. With a snap of my fingers, you will wake up. Kieran's face frozen in that smile once again. And she giggles. And Morpheus tries again. <clears throat> With a snap of my fingers, you will wake up. And Kieran's face, we're just zooming in. His, his frozen smile. He is refusing to uh, <clears throat> acknowledge what is happening before him. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> this is the face of a man who knows he's going to have to deal with her crap. Because, like, again, I've gone out with my friends before. We'll go and, like, have a good time at, like, a bar or a club or something. And we really were all having a good time. But then you just see that one friend who's clearly too drunk. And you're like, oh, I have to take care of this person for the rest of the night, don't I? That is the <laughs> same vibe I got from this man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all yeah. of the plants, nope, got to get them home, got to get them hydrated to get them like lying down and everything and good yeah no no Raphael investigation <laughs> it's like yeah Lauren away oh my goodness <laughs> what is it gonna, I don't I'm very curious to how this will end what are they gonna do like how long is she gonna be 12 year old Lauren for when does she go to work how does she get home like what is going on <laughs> is he gonna have to bring her home and then Tristan is gonna be there like are you the man are you the one <laughs> Sorry, I saved her last time, but you know, and he's like, yeah, no. Like, you're not you're in the <laughs> <laughs> and 
and Morpheus was like, <laughs> and uh, Kieran, you know, makes this like, uh, I don't know how to describe that expression, but it's this, it's, it's a very funny one. And he's like, you do know how to bring her back, don't you? <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's a lie. This is nothing to be worried about. I'm just going to go grab something. And he runs off, gets out, gets <laughs> on. <laughs> and now we have a very wonderful, tantalizing moment because Kieran like furrows his brow and he puts his hand on his neck, neck bridge and he's like, didn't think I have to babysit you tonight. And then we hear Lauren say, so handsome. And Kieran's still there. It's like floating. And he's like, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh, people. Lauren thinks he's handsome. Which no one ever told us before. She never said it. She never thought it. But now we know. No, I've been waiting for this moment for two and a half years. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I never thought it was going to come, honestly. Oh, my God. But just, like, I just appreciate that it's, like, she has a working pair of eyes and understands. <laughs> and, like... I, I kind of I like as well that like whenever she thinks of him in her mind, his looks have never re- even really come up either. It's always just like him as her partner, him as like an antagonist, him as like all these other things. But he, it's never like how he looks. And when Kim brings it up, she's always like, he's not hot. And the one thing is that we don't know when Lauren's lying. We can only hear when people lie. When Lauren lies, it shows up as completely normal to us. So it's like, now we know. Now we know how she feels. Or like how at least, she thinks he's attractive. And I'm so happy for this moment. <laughs> There's no way she hasn't been thinking that before, though, because her childlike side is just bringing it out right now. I like to think Lauren's just, like, been, like, in denial about it this whole time. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Down to Lauren. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And for oh further God. confirmation of her love, she looks shocked that she said it, and she turns as red as a beat. Okay, fine. She turns pink, and she turns away. Oh, my gosh. Lauren blushing. Did we ever see Lauren blush? I mean, I can't remember. Did we? We've only seen two characters blush this entire time, including now, and the other time was, like, the prince <laughs> in with Neyra, and I oh. think because... I only remember that because so mentioned it at the end of that episode, like, hey, you wanted characters to blush, hey, you go. So, (laughs) Will blush, I think it doesn't Will blush um, with Kim a few times, and then Lady A blushes with Will too. We never get that, like, huge pink one. It's always, like, the little marks on the cheek. This is full on, like, I have a crush blush. Oh my god, it's so beautiful. And then we have this gorgeous panel, and she hides herself, her arms are in front of her, and she's like, you don't have to babysit me. I know how to behave. Lauren. <laughs> oh. If she remembers this shit, she's going to want to implode. <laughs> oh my gosh. I please hope they have a conversation about this. I, you know what? Kira is going to tease her mercilessly. He better. <laughs> no, what? Yo, you know what might happen? He might just be like, no, nothing happened, but it'll be a lie. And Lauren will be like, what happened? And <laughs> then we'll get it. And it'll be glorious. I hope. I hope that's what we get. Yeah, that's interesting. Will she remember this or not? I mean, the people um, who I saw get hypnotized, um, they didn't remember. But I don't know. Or they'll just be very confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kieran, my friend is actually understanding the importance of what he's seen before him and thinks, is she crushing on me? Ah! <laughs> yes, she is. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited because Kira needs someone to love him. And I want to know what his thoughts. Like, is he going to then go home and ruminate? Oh my gosh, like she's having a crush on me. And then is, is he going to start thinking about his own feelings? And like, does we think he likes her, but we don't know we think so but like now is he gonna think about it is he conscious of it is it unconscious um, I wonder if he's been thinking about it I, th- I can't remember if it was okay it had to have been two episodes ago um I'm blanking on the names so we saw Miss Darcy with um the pink-haired woman and they were definitely a couple 
And he had brought up how like, oh, if the leader asked you to kill her, what would you do? And she's like, oh, I would kill the leader. And she's just like, what would you do if you were to kill Lauren? It was like a comparison right there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like he's been thinking about it. You know, one thing he tells Bella in that episode as well, he's like, I know better than to allow myself to have these att- attachments so that they can exploit something along those lines, right? So it's like, again, repression, but we know. And like, I think maybe this might, because I don't think he's even entertained the idea of her like having any sort of romantic feelings for him, especially like, even though they're partners and he ca- they know that, they both know that they care about each other, right? Kieran knows that Lauren cares about him and vice versa. But I don't think, I think Kieran still feels like a bunch of guilt about 43. So Mm -hmm. I don't even think that the idea of her even entertaining the idea of them being a thing has ever like crossed his mind other than like maybe, oh, like, huh. But now that he's kind of seeing that there's potential, I think it's going to freak him out. I hope so. I hope we get some of his plot process. I want to see it. Something. I know, I can't wait for, like, the episode we get, like, potentially, hopefully, of him being, like, super flustered when she's, like, back to her normal self, and, like, he feels a little bit weird, but she doesn't remember anything, like, oh, oh. I hope we get to see that. Delightful. <laughs> so, he can't even say anything, he's just like, eh, and, um, is that for? Artemis. Artemis, that's Artemis? Mm-hmm. Oops. So Artemis, uh, now she is her turn to put her hands on his shoulder, and she's like, "Looks like someone's got a crush on you." He's like, "Ha ha ha! Hilarious! What his trick is making people do?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice denial, denial. And uh, now Kieran is just thinking, "That stupid magician better be back soon, or I'll make him eat his hat." <laughs> I thought he would say murder him, but we know that he doesn't like murders, so that makes sense in my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now she's flirting with him and she's like and what are you two doing at our circus handsome boy i don't think i've met you before and they like, oh, we're a recent addition i'm a knife thrower and she's my partner you must be artemis the acrobat right and like ding 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 correct how about you show us what you're worth like, oh, i would love to but i don't think my partner and he turns around and lo and behold in lieu of lauren we have a silhouette an outline of lauren and her tutu she's gone <laughs> honestly very really uh, minding children in a fun place with a lot of fun pretty colors and stuff is one of the hardest things to do of course she's gonna like run off and do whatever she wants Mm -hmm. yep so kieran runs off too in pursuit and you're like wait where is she running around goodbye artemis doesn't even see anything he's like shit looks around and you know we see we see these different vignettes of the circus and now we see lauren she is strolling along, merrily eating her cotton candy, enjoying the sights. So cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's humming. She's so happy. She sees, you know, a juggler. And she claps. She has starry diamond eyes. She's like, wow. And she puts on a mask. She's like, ooh. She's just popping candy after candy. She's eating a different kind of candy now. And then she bumps into someone. And she's like, oh, so sorry. I. And then... Um, we see our lady A, who is everywhere, no matter where. She's just there. <laughs> like, how dare you? How dare you? And then we stop. We have a lot of cherries in the back. Why do we have cherries in the back? Is there a reason? I don't know. I was just thinking that. It's like, why is it cherries? I understand the hearts and, like, the little, like, yellow dots, but cherries? I don't know. I don't know. It's like a thing. Like, you know, like, kids, like, simple pattern fruit. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Maybe she was eating something with cherry flavor in it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I looked in her hair, but no. But she has managed to, um, her hair is, is quite extraordinary. It's, um, like, like, like waves or, like, tentacles. It kind of, it kind of reminds me of, like, a tree. And it's got all these things hanging in it, like, a tree with no leaves in it. Or, like, an ice sculpture. Yes, she's um, quite incredible. <laughs> she's light. We have a whole close-up just of her hair. And Lauren's like, your hair is so amazing, my lady. Can I touch it? Can I have this hairstyle too? It's like, oh, stop it. You are too kind. Of course, I'll help you fix that boring hair of yours. Okay. My question is, does this woman recognize Lauren from like everywhere that she's seen her, right? Because obviously she was disguised when they were tangoing. 
she was um, in her ninja suit at Carmine Camellia, but she saw her face at the police station and we know that she recognized Will, though I don't know if that's just because she thought Will was handsome and that was the whole thing, but I feel like this woman is just going to know all of the answers to everything by the end of this. Yeah, I'm going to, I don't know, I think she's sus. I don't know. I mean, theoretically, maybe comic relief, but yeah, I'm going to go with yeah, honestly. the leader. The leader. No, I'm rereading it with my roommate um, when she was reading it for the first time. It's like, this woman just keeps showing up everywhere. This is suspicious. I was like, honestly, that is a theory mm-hmm. that she and the butler are sus. <laughs> if the butler is the leader and she's like Apostle Thor or something like that. She's beating the shit out of Kieran. <laughs> God. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I shouldn't say what I'm thinking, but it seems like the kind of lady would enjoy it in, in a certain kind of way. Just gonna say that. <laughs> I mean, she was just about to go off on Lauren for bumping into her. <laughs> That's all that took. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think she was a nice person. Well, honestly, the moment she molested Will, I was like, Lady A, you are in a bad book. Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> Poor boy was traumatized, and that's honestly not a cool thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Just because you're, like, whatever, six years old and female does not mean you can harass, sexually harass people. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just do that with your butler. He apparently likes that. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so we have Tap Tap, and Kieran is looking for her, running around, looking right and left. He's like, can people stop disappearing tonight already? Where did she go? And he's talking to, oh my gosh. Is this is this character supposed to look like someone or am I? Crazy? Um, no, I think it's just a random worker. Okay, I don't know. I think maybe he has the goatee of March in my head. I'm like, is this a character we know? But okay, uh, guy in a in a boat and oh, a public boat. Um, and then he, you know, taps someone who is wearing a similar outfit to Lauren, but it's not her. And once again, looking around, he's huffing and puffing. I'm like, okay, dude. Like, yes, we know he's still injured, right? So, like, just this physical exertion of just running around is making him huff and puff. And he, lo and behold, what do you know? Whose tent who does he stop in front of? Hmm. With a curtain, with, with stars, mysterious looking. And who is there? <clears throat> Our fortune teller. She has, she has a name, right? Uh, I can see. Thank you. I can see. I'm so sorry. Um, and she's just standing there with her arms folded. The person you are looking for is not here. Hey, we could be like, the person you have dialed is not available. <laughs> and, you know, aura of mystery. And he's like, yeah, I realize as much. Looking for my partner, right here, wearing a big striped tutu. She's been hypnotized. You might have seen her cartwheeling around. <laughs> and she steps forward, looks around kind of like to see if anyone's listening. And Kieran is shocked, looks surprised. By the way, he's so stunning. I think it's because I like um, line art. Um, so I think his eyes look exceptionally beautiful because they're like just outlined. Um, he's just such a beautiful man. Oh my gosh. I, I saw a post the other day and it's like, um, uh, it's like, sir, you, um, no offense, sir, but your character design is gorgeous. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I really like too how like when they're wearing masks, like even in other episodes, they want you to like see what their eyes look like. So you see through that. I always think that's a really cool detail they do. Yeah, it's smart yeah. because eyes show like the most expression on your face, right? So having big eyes or like it's like showing eyes um, is a really good way to show emotions in a character. So it makes sense that they do that. I'm glad they do. But also like when you just see like the black on their eyes, I feel like that's kind of the like, cool, mysterious vibes. Mm-hmm. But in the moments where you really need to get that character expression, having that shown is really smart. Yeah. So now she grabs his hand removes part of his glove so she's holding his hand and she says you've been manipulating weapons for a long time haven't you knife thrower Mm -mm -mm. i wonder if she used the word manipulating on purpose because kieran's use of of the weapons kieran being an assassin is in a way manipulating the ps and the leader because he's just using it as a revenge plot essentially so it's manipulation not just like physically okay he's manipulating weapons and you know throwing them but he's using them to manipulate people. You know, I could, I could, I could see that as well. Um, manipulating the weapons, manipulating his own image as a weapon. It's like becoming a weapon, essentially. 
to harm the people who've hurt him in the past. And he's like, oh my God, this is so heartbreaking. This expression, oh my God, I could die. It's so sad. And this is, he just, he admits the truth. He says, I have, yes, which I think, honestly, it's so healing to be able to admit the things that, you know, when you, when someone tells you, you know, you've been harmed, you've been mistreated, you're in pain and you admit, yes, I am. That's so validating. And that's what I see here where this is like this random person who he doesn't know somehow has this aura of wisdom and caring enough for him to trust her and say, yes. And he, it seems like he's just let his guard down and allowed himself to be seen by somebody. Yeah, no, I was really excited that we got to see her again because I know Lauren wanted to see her and I feel like they left off at a very weird point. Um, So I was hoping that she would see Lauren again, but I'm actually kind of excited that she's seeing Kieran and it's a very different reading than what Lauren got. Um, So yeah, I'm excited to see more of her. I feel like Hecate's going to come back and she's going to be like a major player in like the plot for the next couple of episodes or like even into the story. I wonder, like, if her, like, fortune-telling ability is something, like, similar to Lauren and her lies. Because um, how can she know all these things? But also, if she, because she, she's a member of the circus, she's got the tattoo, she potentially works for the Phantom side, but she doesn't seem to. Like, she knows all these things, but it seems like she kind of keeps it to herself. Because if she knows who Kieran's identity, not even seeing his face, and like all of these other things, or at least can pick up on these things about him, right? Knows that he and Lauren are connected, has talked to Lauren, did her whole reading thing, knew Lauren's name before she even introduced herself. So I wonder if this is a supernatural thing or if it's something to do with like, you know, spies and other people involved in the city and it's messy politics and the phantom scythe and whatever. I, right. I know, she's a really interesting character that I really hope we see more of. Yeah, you would think if she has the tattoo, she knows a lot more details, kind of like Bella does. Like, I feel like she's somebody that they would communicate with. Like, I was kind of surprised that Artemis didn't recognize them right away, because I feel like she would be someone that they would talk to if, like, she's at the circus. I don't know why. I feel like they're almost, like, kind of, like, key people in the Phantom Sight if they have those tattoos. I mean, I'm sorry, you no, I, I agree. It's curious. My 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 main thing is I don't know if all of the pantheon are involved in the phantom side stuff. So like Artemis seems pretty normal. Like I don't know, they seem not really involved. They're kind they kind of happy go lucky and fooling around and doing all these things. And I think potentially Redcliffe picked like the ones that he could see would be the most useful to him, and then got them like further into like so he got this circus made it evaluated the people he got into the circus and then basically like was able to send them in the direction of the phantom side to work for them you know so like Raphael, Bella we don't know who else in the circus could potentially be but these people that we've talked to so far I don't really get the vibe that they're phantom side but I guess that's the point mm-hmm. and then Hexie again she seems like more of a neutral character she observes these things but is not really like using her knowledge against them if that makes sense yeah I agree I think she seems like a like a mothering nurturing helpful type I think that what she's telling both of them is supposed to be helpful Mm -hmm. yeah I could definitely see that but I don't think everyone in the phantom scythe is necessarily bad either you know with like the core values of wanting change and everything like that I could see her joining for the right reasons and realizing it wasn't exactly like what she pictured it would be to yeah mm-hmm. uh, she tells him while she's uh examining his hand she's putting her fingers on his hand these hands carry a heavy story you've been handling much more than plays oh oh my gosh i love i love it i mean i, I know i said it before but she is seeing caring she's validating his experience she is telling him you know he's been walking around with god knows how much pain in his background and he's like the burden he's carrying, like she says, is so heavy and he's doing it all alone. Nobody, as far as we know, nobody knows what Kieran is doing. Nobody knows the, Lauren is starting to understand some of it, right? But he didn't, he didn't really share a story with her. He didn't tell her what his plans are. 
And everyone thinks, you know, he's one thing and he's all alone, you know, living his life and having this mission this he- and with his heavy past weighing on him. And nobody is seeing that. And nobody is, you know, telling him, hey, Kieran, you're doing something that's really, really hard. And I, I understand that. And she's doing that. She's a stranger and she's validating that difficulty and that pain for him. And it is so, oh, it's so needed. So, it, but obviously he's a little uncomfortable with it because it's difficult when it's at, it's a level of intimacy that is difficult when somebody sees your soul and sees maybe a little too much, right? When someone looks in your eyes and like, they see what you're going through and you're not really ready to share it with them. So he's uncomfortable. So he struggles. He tries to pull his hand away, but she, she holds it tight. And one thing though, um, about his reaction, I think while part of it is that he's kind of freaked out that she knows so much, I think also it's part of it is does she know who I am? Is she phantom scythe? Does she know I'm phantom scythe? Does she know I'm the purple hyacinth? And he's immediately like, this person could potentially be dangerous or like that could be it as well. But also I do think on some level it is him kind of like not wanting to hear what, what she has to say in a way, like not wanting to face up to it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gotta be scary too. Like his whole life is trying to hide himself and like, just be like, mysterious basically and this woman who just like strolled up basically out of nowhere can just read him like a book that's got to be so hard for him oh yeah mm-hmm. nope and she continues and we have a focus on her now and she's looking really intense she's filling up the whole panel and she's looking beautiful a lot of people have said you know middle about her she's, she's quite stunning and she says they've been coarsened by your deeds without ever being meant to harm Oh, oh, just wow. She can literally see that in his nature, he is not a violent person. He is not someone who wants to cause pain to hurt people, to kill people. Like he wasn't destined in a way, he wasn't built for that, but he (laughs) did it for whatever reason. And I think that that's just a a really good way to say it. It reminded me of a a scene from one of my favorite animes, which is um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. There's a character and she's like trying to get revenge, not to spoil it, but there's a character who finds out about a person that like hurt her family. And she, but she's like a person who likes to, she makes like prosthetics for people, including the main character. And she like picks up the gun and is like about to shoot this person, but she like can't in a way. And then other things happen, that person goes away and she doesn't do it. And the guy, her friend prevents her from doing it. And she's like, why couldn't I do it? And he's like, it's your hands. They weren't meant to kill. They're meant to give life. And that, that just reminded me of that. And it was so good. Yeah, it's beautiful. And she continues, reddened by a promise that made your fate mine veer away from his path. They've been clutching onto ghosts for so long. They don't know how to let go anymore. All right, what's this? Let's break it down. What's this promise? I have some. I have one theory on the promise, but let's hear yours. Um, I think I. I don't know. I think everybody thinks that maybe he had someone when he's younger. A lot of people think maybe it was Dylan when they they maybe got kidnapped together and everything. They had to go through all of this stuff, and then. Dylan maybe got killed by him, by the Phantom Scythe or was used to like blackmail him. We know he was blackmailed somehow based on 78. And ever since then, and like we know that it was an event that even Bella was like, why do you still work for us? Like, why are you here? So yeah, something like that happened. And he just was like, okay, I am going to get revenge. I am going to take down the people who hurt, killed my friend. It's probably killed. Um, and I like that because the way that she's saying it, it is, you could have this conversation being with Lauren and it would be basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like Lauren as well is unable to let go of the past, keeps holding on to this, can't move on. Everything she does is because of her dream or her need to take them down for her, for like killing Dylan, basically. So I don't know. It's, it's, a parallel basically between them mm-hmm. i think yeah yeah they're meant for each other match made in heaven or hell <laughs> right both unable to move on and heal and grow yeah, yeah. i wonder if that's going to be their their message at the end like their character arc where they have to let go of the past and be in the present together <laughs> i i 
I think of this because um, Soph did a thing with Webtoon once where she, they were like, what does purple hyacinth mean to you? And she said healing. Mm, yeah. And I tried to think of it through that lens because I do, you do get the setup of like, okay, we haven't healed from this event. But like all the characters kind of have that too. Will hasn't healed from his brother leaving and the responsibility that he got put on him. Kim, we don't know much about Kim, but we know that her sister's death greatly affected her. Whether or not she's like moved on from it, we don't know. Lauren and Dylan and Kieran and whoever it was with him, but they all have this thing that happened that still like hot, like they carry with them to this day. And I think that is a big part of the narrative and the character arc as a whole for all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ocean, what do you think the promise is? I kind of thought it was the promise that he kind of like accidentally but not really was kind of more forced into with the purple not the purple hyacinth <laughs> but with the, the phantom scythe like they must have said like you need to do this for us and we won't kill you or we won't hurt like said people or you know like something like that I feel like he made some kind of promise to them in exchange for something whether it was like to get out of like the gray chapel or to help more people or something along those lines kind of with the phantom scythe hmm. okay yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. The The thing that I thought of first was the promise that he made to himself to take revenge. But I think what you guys say, I think it makes a little more sense. But either way. And yeah, oh, interesting. And now Kieran is shocked. He's, he has this really intense look on his face. And he's like, who are you? And she just smirks. And she's like, who are you afraid that I am? Hey, <laughs> he knows that he's like, are you with the like? Are you with the fantasize? She's like, do you think I am? like? Hmm. <laughs> the the messing with him is kind of funny, but also it's just like her ability to just read people is freaky. <sighs> yep. And he grabs his hand away, puts it all back on in the process apparently, and says, "Someone who knows too much. I need to go find my partner. I'll see you around." Why did you say that? <laughs> See you around. <laughs> Catch you later. <laughs> He's just kind of like trying to maybe brush it off as like him not being completely freaked out by her. <laughs> now, she says, she ends up with her final warning. It is not the phantoms you should be afraid of for now. It is the gods you should fear. They are watching you and your friends closely. Red painter. <laughs> Was that so that that art that Soph did a few weeks ago with him painting his face red? Mm -hmm. Also painting everywhere with blood. <laughs> so what does she mean, ladies? <laughs> I but I'm I'm kind of confused about this, right? Because this could have multiple meanings. I've been thinking about it, right? It's not the phantoms you should be afraid of for now. I think by phantoms she means like it could be the phantom sight, literally, or it could be just, like, the ghosts of his past, like, freaking him out. And then it is the gods you should fear, for they are watching you and your friends closely. I think the gods is the phantom sight, but also you could literally take it as meaning, like, the gods, like, the pantheon. Like, mm -hmm. people in the circus looking at him. So I am i don't know what that means, and I'm annoyed that I don't know what that means, because those two are just, like, they work. I don't know what it means. Uh, I any theories? Yeah, no, I could see either one. Um, I was really thinking, like, um, like you said, like the pantheon. Like, I almost kind of was like coming up with this theory that, like, part of me thinks that they're part of the Phantom Scythe, and part of me thinks that they were originally in it for the good reasons. And then they're like, okay, this isn't what we pictured, and so now they're kind of like doing like a a Phantom Scythe within the Phantom Scythe and like kind of like getting revenge on like the people who are doing all of these terrible things kind of like that's kind of like what I was thinking when she said it's the gods you should fear because they all name themselves different gods so I don't know Maybe well, the, the people in the circus who are not involved in the Phantom Scythe what if they're working with like Abel Sandman and Miss Green because mm. theater performing arts right. I don't know if to just to riff on that I'm not sure but it's like Yeah, I'm curious. My first thought when he said gods was actually the monarchy, because I'm like, oh, I like the gods, the truth is the pantheon makes a zillion times more sense. 
But we do know that the Phantom Scythe is keeping tabs on him right now because um, the leaders like we need to let them think that not, that they they got off the hook mm-hmm. and then see what they do. So that's why I think yeah. we know that they've done that. I but I don't know about the monarchy and them. You know, right, they're standard. There's always the warriors on his head. <laughs> so also it says that your friends, <laughs> whoever is other friends. The no, we got the one we <laughs> No, I think he is Kim and Will. I could see is like maybe a work friends right now, right? And he he didn't allow himself to really get close to them until after the New Year's party. But like since the New Year's party, um, things have happened that have prevented them from getting close. And he knows that they might be sus of him, so maybe he's not hanging around them. But I could see that. I don't know, Bella. Yeah. Maybe she did. He did say that she was the closest thing he had to a friend for a long time. So. Maybe he's got Dylan hidden secretly away, still around. <laughs> Break my heart. That, that's another thing as well, right? That I think about with Dylan is that if he and Dylan were friends and they knew each other, I feel like Dylan would have mentioned his friend who can hair lies and yeah. has his red hair and she's really cute or whatever, right? Which is part, part of, like I think that it was Dylan because then like why did he hesitate? Because he he knows that he she can hear lies. Maybe suspected that that was her, but then was shocked to see that she was the police officer chasing him, and that's why he didn't kill her immediately. That's mm-hmm. like my personal theory. But um, yeah, I I don't know. Could they have done that? I don't know. I I kind of lost my train of thought a bit, but <laughs> you know what I mean. It could be, but I feel like if Kieran knew that Dylan was alive, like considering everything else he's told Lauren, like I feel like he definitely would have told her that because that would have been like a very shocking and somewhat healing, kind of like traumatizing moment for Lauren. Like I feel like he would have dis- uh, disclosed that information to her probably. Oh yeah, that's that's where I was going with it. It's um yeah, so like he didn't even know, but like the other other thing that kind of throws a wrench in that is that if Dylan were alive, but also. He didn't know, he didn't seem to know that Lauren was at the train station the day it blew up. Because, like, I remember I was rereading the factory off recently because, again, I was reading it with my roommate because I wanted to see all her reactions. Mm-hmm. And it got to the part where she's like, um, I've been, I've been in a situation like this before and I panicked. He's like, what do you mean? Like, so I don't know. I take that as personally. Like, he doesn't realize that she was actually there because they, they never talked about that, have yeah. they? She's never talked about her motivations and he's never talked about his that's like the one rule that they had that they've not crossed over right so I'm really curious about what would happen if he finds out she was there if he's somehow connected to that would he tell her about anything that he might know about Dylan because again I don't even think he knows that she knows him yeah like that she knew Dylan well like that's the thing if Dylan mentioned her then he would know that she knows but Maybe she he doesn't realize that that's her motivation. That makes sense. Like mm-hmm. he knows that they knew each other, but maybe they didn't. I don't know. My theory brain is just kind of spiraling out of control. There is a catch to theory. Only one can be true. <laughs> yeah. No. Definitely. I think the closest they've come to that conversation was they're at the bridge late at night, and she asked him, like, "Did you take any boys or something like that, yes. or did the Hampton side take any boys?" I I feel like mm-hmm. I remember. Like it was just um children i believe they they said that they took kids and i saw in the recap that they mentioned two children that they took two kids oh <laughs> okay yeah and when tim sick said uh, are they dead yes no i don't know that means one of them's dead yes yes i said she's right she accidentally gave away information in the recap maybe <sighs> yeah well so Kieran is just as confused as us, and he's like, what do you mean, fortune teller? What do you know? And she's like, just as much as you do. Ugh, in a cold voice. And she's like, follow the lights, find your friend. Find her, and quickly. And she turns around, gives him a mysterious glow, glare. He's like, what? And you know why? Because the hair lady is sus, and she knows it. Yes, that is a good one. What if she sees Raphael? And it's like handsome man because the Hawks men are both attractive <laughs> and like tries to go for him. And then Lauren's like, Oh, I like all Like, oh, uh, and that's then we get that whole thing. That, that, oh my god. And then he knows that she's a cop, probably, because mm. he was potentially there at the factory 
and all that stuff. So he knows why are you dressed up as a circus thing? What are you doing here? Like, and that will cause a bunch of crap. Why are you like a twelve year old? <laughs> and right. yeah, I'm concerned now. Oh God, I hope that she doesn't get hurt. I hope that things don't get revealed that should not be to the Phantom Safe people. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that Bella might be the threat because, I mean, I guess I don't think she's actually going to kill her now because Kieran kind of told her not to. She's like, oh, okay, fine. But, you know, he did, they did warn each other, okay, like, stay out of Bella's way. So, I don't know, that was just my first thought about the danger she might be in. (sighs) They've never spoken, Bella and Lauren. I need that. I want them to have a conversation about things. Yeah. Also, I just realized as well, it's been two weeks since the she got like injured and has been home and stuff. That means we're two weeks away from that one month later shit. Oh yes. With, with Darcy. Yes. Uh-huh. Jesus. Not Karen, not Karen, not Karen, not Karen. She's gonna get the stuff with the <laughs> opera house, I assume, soon. And then concerned i'm very concerned <laughs> i love abel but it better be abel that's all i'm saying <laughs> abel should go down in the, in the glorious flame of fighting and take down a lot of bad people with him you're just ready to throw abel away <laughs> i mean what are our other options kieran no dylan no oh, i mean wait a second dylan maybe Tristan, no. Doc and no. Will. I mean, the only one that makes sense is Sa- Salmon. Stefan? I, I wouldn't mind seeing Stefan go down. What? I wouldn't mind seeing Stefan go down, honestly. Yeah, he's, but she wouldn't be so a sad. shit dad. I don't think they would be but, so sad. Like that don't make Will sad. Yeah, but Will's not in the cave, so. <laughs> and, and it could be Dylan. That's, that's been our prophecy, right? Where, you know, she's asking her for information she found out he was in the car blah blah, blah and, and then she asked what happened to him and then she hears his dad that's another theory i feel like if they bring dylan back just for him to be dead i'm going to be shook <laughs> like are you serious he's been alive this entire time and you brought him back to be killed no, so I, what I think is what she's going to say, like, if that happens, it's going to be that she finds out that he was one of the kidnapped boys and that he oh. didn't die in the explosion, but he died a couple of years later. Let's say he was the guy with with Kieran in the cell. He was a protectee. He took care of him. They became friends. And then they died. He died, like, whatever, I don't know, seven years ago instead of, like, 10 years ago. Um, that would, that's what I thought she was saying. But yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Would, they would bring him back and not even have like one second reunion <laughs> and then he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes way more sense. Yeah. I feel like that's a very real possibility. <laughs> so more any more thoughts? Um as a whole? I like the um author's note joke this time. If Kieran had a LinkedIn, his resume would have skilled at assassinating people in aesthetic ways and experienced in babysitting. Mm-hmm. which I've been on LinkedIn so much recently. I was like, I would love to see someone with that, honestly. Or like, yeah. I would just be like. Babysitting in unusual situations. <laughs> high stakes. High stakes situations. High stakes. <laughs> I was a little saucy about that. I was like, I don't know if you can say that. He lost her in five seconds. <laughs> well, not wrong. <laughs> it doesn't mean he's good at it. He has experience. Yeah, skill does not mean good skills like or a lot of skills like, no, i've has, done it this is skills it just has experience in babysitting okay that's fair yeah experience um one thing i will say about this episode is i like the variety of what we got we got we got funny we got dumb we got relationship things we got Loki, got lauren finally admitting that he's hot then we got the the, the sad stuff and the 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 introspective stuff about Kieran and his character and I'm just like yes give me all of that all of the time that is what uh, I like from this season. danger yes yeah. mm-hmm. oh, I love it I, I love emotion and angst so obviously I love the the Kieran you know drama and his pain and obviously the fact that Lauren is and well, okay I can't say I'm love with Kieran but thanks he's handsome he's into it (laughs) he's gonna have an existential crisis about it i feel it (laughs) do it do it (laughs) 
I'm so hoping that next episode we finally get the end to the mystery if the lamp head lady is sus or not. Like, I swear, if we get into the next episode and she's actually just innocently doing Lauren's hair and, like, Bella shows up, I'm going to be like, ugh! <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just waiting for the reveal. Like, I know it and I feel it in my soul. Yeah, she's not I like that. Maybe, maybe we see that fulfilled. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I, honestly, the truth is, I do think that if she is sus, it will come all the way at the end. Yeah. <laughs> she'll just be, you know, putting on her comedic show the whole time. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, you rip off the mask of the leader. And who is it? Miss A. Oh, they'll find her by her crazy hairstyle. Underneath that mask, it's like her hair is all tamped down. But really, when you take off the hood, pops right up. Yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing, honestly. <laughs> oh, what if one of them is in the, what if she's in the fast set and the butler doesn't know or like vice versa? That'd be really funny. We'd get this whole dramatic like <laughs> reveal. Like she's just in the background and she's like, my handsome butler. Thank <laughs> <laughs> <Like, Could> you. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, ladies, this has been another awesome episode. Thank you so much for joining for the Simpery and Hilarity thank you for having me I'm really happy I signed up for like this stretch of episodes it's just like yes I my timing was immaculate I'm so happy and mm-hmm. nice to do it as well with two of you mm-hmm. yeah I think I actually have to send out the next batch for next week <laughs> so I should get on that <laughs> yeah thank oh, you for having me on and it was nice to meet you <laughs> nice to meet you too oh this is the first time you've been on together yes yeah <laughs> oh okay I'm so used to talking to both of you within I don't always remember who didn't talk to each other. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Great. Okay, dokes. Thanks so much. Have a good night. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe Michelle, Saucy Tuggles, Ann Rose, Priya, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Patty, Emilda, Esther, and watching the people. First Poppy, Seed Marie, Emily, Jean, Jen, Erin, Kate, Lily, Beckett, Sorenda, Christine, Sadie, Kelly, Daniel, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo, Jen, Tatiana, and Louisa. Your support is truly appreciated.